This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Trump sweep, swept, swept. Uh, he sweeped. He swept up last night. Yeah. All five states. As predicted. But everybody knew it was going to happen, and it did. There was zero chance he was going to lose any of those states. I will say his margins were larger than uh, than were predicted. He outperformed the polls in most aspects. Yeah. Uh, he did a good job last night. The best um, showing for Ted was in Pennsylvania, a uh, distant second. He was 35 points behind Trump. 35 points. Was, was Kasich was closer in, was, in a state or two, wasn't he? It, Kasich was closer in every other state. Than Cruz. But was he closer than, than 35? I don't know that. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was just I mean, it, it was, was blowout city. Uh, Cruz got three blowout. delegates last night. Uh, three. Uh, Kasich got Oof. five, I think. And then Trump got everything else. So it's a great night for Trump. And I would say a better night than expected. Mm-hmm. With the last two weeks, he has made up for his losses. He's underperforming in mm-hmm. Colorado, Wyoming, things like that. Um, so the wins were for, from the previous weeks from Cruz were wiped out by Trump. And then we go to Indiana. Um, you know, it's not... I think a lot of people feel like it's over. Nope. Um, because, and I understand that because, you know, the people who are saying that uh, and the people who are feeling it, and a lot of people, you know, on, you know the Trump people on, on Twitter today are very excited. And, and you'd expect that. They're emotional people. Obviously, they wouldn't be voting for Trump. Uh, that's, that's what they are. Now, that does not mean that Trump, that it isn't over. It may very well be over. If I believe, this is me saying this, not the campaign or anything like that, not even Glenn, but, you know, if Cruz loses Indiana, I think he's toast. I mean, that's my personal belief. I, I, I think if he loses that, because if he loses a state that he has a good chance, of, th- these were states that he had no chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he loses a state that he did have a good chance of uh, um, winning in, in Indiana, it's going to be very difficult. It's not going to be mathematically over because he's probably going to go through a good run of states with Montana, with uh, South Dakota, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He'll do well there, and he would still have a chance to come in like, you know, maybe if he wins California after that, he could turn this, this loss around. My, my instinct is if he loses Indiana, he's not going to be able to win California. Um, so, again, I'm throwing that out there as just a, you know, it's just a prediction. But I think uh, it's, it, you can't say it's over until Indiana. I think after Indiana, it's going to be fair to say, all right, look, you know, Trump's going to get to 1237. It's not going to be sure, but I think there's a good chance of it. I guarantee if he does lose Indiana, they're not going to give up because they're going to see, okay, if we can win California, we can still do this. But it's going to be, I think, a long shot at that point. A real yeah, long shot. And it's already a long shot. He has to win Indiana, and I think he's going to. So we'll see. Um, but uh, it's definitely, and we've said this all along, Indiana is the firewall. Mm-hmm. It, it really is Most the important state. I mean, so. Cal- that and California are basically the entire election right now. Yep. If, let's say, if Cruz wins both of those states, we're definitely going to contest contesting convention. If Trump wins both of those states, we're definitely not going to contest a convention. That's as simple as that. In the middle, there is... You know, Cruz winning uh, uh, Indiana and Trump winning California. If Trump's winning California is convincing, it still might not matter that uh, that Cruz won Indiana because Trump overperformed the last couple of weeks. But he'd have to still have a strong victory in California to get to 1237. Trump is an absolute disaster. 
of a Republican candidate. I, I don't understand how anybody in the Republican Party is enamored of him. I don't. He just did this Matt Lauer interview the other day where he uh, uh, it was a good was an NBC Today show. And it was Savannah Guthrie and Lauer. And Guthrie asked him, uh, do you are you in favor or do you think the taxes should be raised on the wealthy? And he said, I do. I do. What what Republican says that? What conservative says that he thinks that Republican that that the taxes should be raised on the wealthy? And during that same interview, he also said that uh, the Wall Street people make too much money. I do think they make too much money. You suppose you tell us you have ten billion dollars? What do you mean they make too much money? Mm. What are you talking about? Where does that come from? What kind of hypocrite is a billionaire? Talks about how greedy he is and wants to make more and more and more and then accuses other people of making too much money. What kind of pandering buffoon does that? And how do you survive in a Republican primary that way? I don't know. I, I, it's mm. the most inconceivable thing I've ever seen. I, I just I can't for the life of me get my head around it. Well, you are going to win. No, we don't have to win with a guy who's the same as Hillary. He says all the same stuff. <laughs> what the hell difference does it make if we win with this guy? <laughs> right there! What difference does it make? None. I think it's I think He's it's, worse than Hillary. Yeah, he doesn't know as much as Hillary. He's stupid. When it comes to any issue, he doesn't know anything about it. Uh, agreed on all fronts, though, I do think he would be worse. I mean, because, be worse. again, the difference, the significant be difference worse. between Trump and Clinton is that Clinton has a Republican opposition. D Trump would have no... That's part uh, of it. limited Repu part of it. Republican... I mean, because I think they both the would do part a lot of it, of She things. knows the government. She knows how it works. Yeah. She's got experience. He has none. He doesn't know what he's doing. He says he'd surround himself with good people. We've seen that's not even no, true. he definitely can't do that. I mean, that's actually probably what he's worse at. Jeez, is, he, is he worse at anything than, other than surrounding himself with good well, people? Roger know. Stone for 40 years? You couldn't figure out in four decades that this guy's a dirtbag? Uh, 40, 40 years? It's. I mean, four minutes, anyone could realize this guy's a dirtbag. You can't figure it out in 40 years? That's uh, amazing. Um, do you want the pro cruise side of this? Yeah. This is from uh, uh, Drew Ryan. He, he was on the show. He's, he works for a super PAC for Cruz. So, you know, as he even says in the article, you know. Was I, he the guy I, that was on last week? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He says, even in the I article, like he says, uh, I, I work for a, a Cruz super PAC, so I'm only partially uh, uh, fair on this. Um, okay. I mean, he's obviously, he's got a dog I don't care. Floor, I want to hear but it. But he'll listen anyway. So Trump comes out of this with about 955 delegates, okay? Trump, uh, it, now again, Cruz wins Indiana as he, and now he's saying right, that. Right now, as it stands, he has 955. Yes. Right? And Cruz has something like 556. Well, don't even, the Cruz number doesn't mean anything right now. Okay. Um, you just got to keep All Trump right. under 1237, right? Okay. So uh, he's saying that the Indiana internals look good for Cruz, okay? He's saying Trump might win nine delegates in Indiana, okay? Um, he will get, Trump will win the majority of the delegates uh, out of West Virginia on May 10th. Will he? Um, which will bring him to about... To, what happened to West Virginia? That used to be a pretty solid GOP state, wasn't it? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it still is a GOP <clears throat> state. It's just a, a Trump G GOP state. That's bad. Um, so that's that's bad. Not, that brings it to saying about, let's uh, something in the neighborhood of 970 delegates. Okay. Um, then you are at uh, Nebraska. 
Okay. All 36 of those go to Cruz. Nice. Oregon, um, he says, yes, I am fully aware of the Cruz-Kasich deal regarding Oregon, but the majority of the delegates then are not going to Trump. The same in Washington State, where most of its 44 delegates will go to Cruz. Montana and South Dakota, Cruz country. Trump will not win one of the 56 delegates from those two states combined. Oh, nice. Because those are winner-take-alls, I believe. Okay. Um, New Mexico, proportional, and the latest poll had Trump up two points over Cruz, with Kasich trailing badly. The game there is still afoot. New Jersey, Trump will take all 51. Yeah. And he says, and no yeah. one will care. <laughs> and then the finale in California with 172 delegates. At this stage of the game, Trump will likely to be at or just past 1,050 delegates. Does 1,050 plus 172 get him to 1,237? No. He, where, he, will he win 172 delegates in California? No. no. So, again, there's a way to look at this and be optimistic. The question is, can he get close enough? To, uh, I mean, he probably needs to get 11... <sighs> 11.75 to be largely sure, especially if what's going on with this Pennsylvania thing uh, is true, uh, where they're saying he got 39 unpledged delegates there. If he got those, uh, he's probably in the area uh, to win on the first ballot. To win on the first ballot because he'll get he'll pick off a few others here and there. Surely, surely. I mean, I can't imagine everyone's going to stay strong with Cruz. Or some people will be convinced by the you know the new you know the the sort of the news of it all. Um, here's Nate Silver's take. Um, suppose Trump finishes with a, with 100 of 109 delegates, um, which to, from last night, which seems about right. Um, not counting, counting any uncommitted delegates in Pennsylvania. That would put him on pace for 1,209 delegates. Based on the state-by-state projections uh, that the expert panel did last month, close enough that he could probably get over the top with 1237 with Pennsylvania or elsewhere. True, the mm. panel had him winning Indiana, which is a long way from assured. But the point is that Trump mm. has made up the ground for he lost in states like Wisconsin and Colorado. Um, so that's kind of where we are. It feels like it's insurmountable. But again, this is coming off of six straight losses. You're about to see if he wins Indiana, a nice run mm-hmm. of success for Ted Cruz. And it's going to feel the other way. It shouldn't be about feelings. It's about numbers. It's about votes. It's about math. And right now uh, you have a situation where if it does depend on Cruz actually winning Indiana. And there's a case to be made that Trump, with this momentum, will the people in Indiana will say, this is over, screw it, and not go to the polls, and Cruz will lose Indiana, and then it probably will be over. But if Cruz can win Indiana and string together a few wins, this sort of situation is very possible, mm-hmm. where it, can come, it will go into California with, Cru- with Trump having a chance, if he sweeps California to get the nomination, if he doesn't, to fall a little bit short, and then you go to a second ballot. It's, it's possible. It's not time to, I would say it's definitely not time to give up. Uh, after Indiana, there's going to be a lot of people saying it's time to give up. I might even agree with you. If he uh, lost. I would, assume the can- yeah, if, yeah. If, if, I would assume the campaign will not agree with that because California is still enough of a big deal. There's so many delegates there that if he could come out with a surprise in California, which is possible, yeah. uh, you know, he could still turn it around. I mean, remember, we, all, we are all living in this world in which we kind of feel like that nothing could affect Donald Trump with, Republican, with his core. That probably can't be true, right? I mean, everybody, I mean, Sarah Palin, there there's probably was not a stronger group of supporters in Sarah Palin than the world of talk radio, who she has now done enough that most people are done with her. 
Um, yeah. Look, so uh, mm-hmm. you can do it. You can turn around people. Trump is not invincible in this way. And obviously he's certainly not invincible past this little group of people uh, when you're talking about Republican primary voters. I mean, he's incredibly unpopular. But he could do something that could turn it around and maybe he could lose California. Who knows? Um, I, don't ex- I don't foresee that coming, though. So I think Cruz does need to win Indiana. At least that's, you know, again, my opinion. I can't wait to see his foreign policy uh, discussion today. What time is that? I don't know. Going He'll on be right now. Um, oh, it huh? is. It's supposed to get started right around. Just now. about to happen. He'll so. likely be reading it though. So it sh- if if he's if he it, will, it, and it will be some from somebody speech, else. It'll oh, be Jared Kushner. Of course, Fox is waiting for it. It'll be uh, yeah from somebody else. So <laughs> it's a speech, which a foreign policy speech is going to be written probably by his stepson or son-in-law. I mean. Um, uh, Jared mm. Kushner, who is a you know a guy who runs the Observer, right here he owns the Observer, uh, but he's a you know pretty well versed in he's pro Israel and, and pretty well versed in that. So again, he he wrote the speech that Trump read off the teleprompter to um, the Jewish gathering he went you mean to. The state that uh, Trump's not going to take sides on, is right? That, that, that yes. place. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he didn't. That was right, not. I just written wanted for to make him. Sure. that line was not written. For not him. written for him. No. Okay, but he doesn't want to take sides because he wants to be. No. The speech, fair and impartial when he negotiates the deal between them. The speech he read said mm-hmm. he would take sides, essentially. Yeah. But he, that was because he was reading someone else's speech. And, and he also said, about. even though we won't take sides, nobody's been a stronger supporter of Israel than him. No, Nobody. <laughs> what? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, that's coming up in a few minutes. Uh, is there any, any way we can take that speech? Um, because that would that would be fascinating. I'm I'm interested yeah. to see that. Can we look into that? It's going to be good. Uh, let's look into that. Blaze stream or something. Uh, also, half of Americans think presidential nominating uh, system is rigged, and that's because Donald Trump keeps saying it. Yep. Uh, it's so unbelievably not true. It's so stupid to allege that you have to be a complete buffoon to say it and to believe it, because this is the process that's been going on. For about a century and a half, it's been going on for a long time. Uh, In 1924, interesting stat I just found out today, the Democrats uh, were, you know, trying to elect somebody to run against Coolidge. And it took them 103 ballots. 103 (laughs) ballots before they got a nominee. Man, I bet you there were all kinds of tweets about that going on. Yes, there. Oh, the tweeting was... Being stolen! Yeah. So, you know, if it takes a ballot or two, a couple of ballots at the convention, is that a big deal? I mean, in the history of the country, much stranger things have happened. It's phenomenal how nobody cares about that now though how pedestrian it's been lately i mean we haven't even had a contested convention of the gop since 1976 so we forget that sometimes but this is just business as usual in the nominating process nobody's rigging nobody's if they were changing the rules as it went along in the primary then you know you might be able to have some sort of uh, gripe. You might have a grievance of some sort. Yeah, I, I but they're not true. doing that. I, and I, I again would stand with with Trump if he gets to twelve thirty seven and they try to Sadly, change rules to to overturn yeah. it. I mean, I yeah, I don't they want, won't. Look, I, but I, they won't. You know, you know, I don't. I, that's not the way you win. You know, I mean, Trump would do that. He would change yeah, the rules in a second to yes, win. But I mean, that's not how I want to win. Um, now remember what you said, nineteen seventy six. Again, it's only been there's only been nine elections since then. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, there's only been nine. 
So the fact that we've gone nine elections without a contested convention isn't that big of a deal. Contesting conventions do happen. They've happened a lot through history. Some of them have been much messier, as you point out, Pat. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln, uh, going back that far, you know, had nine. You know, he had nine. Um, it happens. It happens often uh, throughout our history. It's just that lately, there's. It's a little bit more. I think media helps these things go away a little bit because you take someone, for example, like a Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and you tell people for months and months and months and months and months, thousands of times a day, that he's the front runner and the uh, the guy who's probably going to win. And eventually, people start believing it. It's not just Donald Trump. Mitt Romney versus Rick Santorum is another example of that Rick Santorum was. While he was not going to win, uh, most likely, he was not out of it by any means. He just, the media pounded that he had no chance, no chance, no chance, no chance. And then uh, once the me- once that word got out and permeated enough, all of his donations dried up and he couldn't run a campaign anymore. That sort of stuff happens a lot more these days. Um, so it's, um, it's less likely to have a contested convention. But again, as you point out, it's only been nine I mean, it was, it was 1976 there was one, um, and, you know, we're, we're going to be doing some more of this in the, in the coming weeks going over these things. Um, but, again, he's got to win Indiana to get there. And if he gets there, if Cruz can get there, I think he's got a great chance of winning on that second ballot. Yeah. He's the most likely guy yeah. to win on the second if we ballot. Can keep him, if we can keep him away from the nomination on the first ballot, then Cruz really comes into play mm-hmm. and may win this thing. The founder of this company... 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 